Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good afternoon, surfers. It's 309.38. Mark here on WWLAMFM.com. And again, always live on the free Odyssey app. Everything you need from WWL is right there on that app. You just download it. You can rewind the show. You can go back and listen to an interview I've already done, or you can listen to Newell Norman or Tommy Tucker. You can listen to Sports Talk. They're going to have a big one tonight. Saints unloaded some personnel today, including Pete Carmichael, who I actually did not realize. I knew he was a Sean Payton hire, but I didn't know he was here since the beginning, since 2006. Pete Carmichael's getting a little bit long in the tooth. They'll have more on that coming up on Sports Talk later. After the jump here, I'm going to talk to Public Service Commissioner Devontae Lewis. I got a text message this morning. Or was it last night? No, it was yesterday afternoon. Entergy says, winter weather is expected in your area in the coming days, including below freezing temperatures. Crews are ready to respond as quickly and safely as possible. Entergy New Orleans will be temporarily suspending disconnections from January 16th to 18th. I had a conversation with Devontae Lewis last summer about this. It was so freaking hot, and it was dangerously, dangerously hot around Louisiana. You probably remember it. And he was in the news for about a cycle and a half because he was asking, I think, you know, nicely, but also sort of demanding in his way, that Entergy stop disconnecting people who are unable to pay their power bills during that time of extreme heat. Because if you don't have air conditioning and you don't have fans and you don't have a refrigerator and you don't have any electricity at all, so you can't even run like a box fan or something, brothers and sisters, that's a bad position to be in. That's straight up dangerous. We can't be having people in Louisiana going through something like that when it's 110 degrees outside. Come on. So Devontae Lewis asked Entergy, hey, man, you guys got to stop doing this. Stop turning these people's power off while we're having this extreme heat weather emergency. And it's not just like, oh, it's hot. It's literally the National Weather Service has issued like an advisory, like this actually is kind of meeting the definition of a weather emergency. So you should stop turning off people's power. I'm going to talk to him uh, after we step away from the commercial break in about 10 minutes here and see if these two things are related. Did Entergy heed his call? I know they did last summer, 
And I wonder if this is a, a new policy or if this is somewhat related. Also, on the Oakland Jewelers talking text line, here's a text at the top of the pile that says, Hey, Ian, you might want to ask him about the notice that I just got on my phone from Entergy saying we could lose gas service. WTF. We all have gas furnaces. This is from Ken. Yeah, Ken, I got the same one at 1209. Entergy texted me and said, as winter weather moves across your area, your gas service may be interrupted. We're ready to restore your gas service as soon as conditions make it safe to do so. Stay safe and stay away from suspected gas leaks. To report a gas leak, call 1-800-9-OUTAGE. Last hour, I was speaking to Professor Robert Hogan about the results of the Iowa caucus and the potential for a new congressional district map here in the Pelican State, where uh, we're going to, it seems like, uh, if the governor's call to arms is heeded by our state legislators, we're going to get a second majority black congressional district, which, again, we talked about this last hour, doesn't necessarily mean a second Democrat, makes that certainly, I think, more likely, but it's not a guarantee. But there still are some holdouts in the legislature that don't want to do that. And it seems like there might be a path forward where legislature can't agree on these new maps. Man, and redistricting is a damn hard thing to do because it means people are going to lose their jobs. You know, either Garrett Graves or Julia Letlow. I mean, I guess it's even possible somehow, Mike Johnson. I don't know. I, I need to speak to somebody who's a little bit more of an expert before I conjecture uh, too much more on that. But uh, anyway, that conversation with Robert Hogan is on our website and it is on the Odyssey app. If you just jump in there and click on the Scoot Show and hit rewind and get yourself back to about 2.25 p.m., you'll hear that entire conversation. I said I was going to start out this hour on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line, and I will. We'll begin with Frank in Metairie. Frank, you're on the air. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go right ahead, please. Yeah, I got a lot to say. Let me let me just say um I'm not a Democrat or Republican. If I have any leanings, it's libertarian. That's about as conservative as can be. Mm-hmm. I'm from a blue-collar New Orleans white neighborhood where the people there voted. You know, I'd have to say they, you know, they're the kind of people who vote for David Duke and Trump. So I'm, I'm anything uh, with a background of uh, all these uh, Republicans like to call them liberal communists, which. First off, find me a communist liberal anyway. China's not even communist anymore. They got a market economy. So they, right. anyway, I'm an American first, and and you know I, I'm just want I, I joined the service at 17 years old when Vietnam was going on. People thought I'm nothing. I went to Germany when half of Europe was still under the Soviets, Poland, Czechoslovakia, half of Germany. They 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 the only thing kept them from rolling into Europe was nuclear weapons. And this, this Ukraine thing is, is deja vu. And let me tell you, you know, and, and Trump, it's not about Republicans. It's about who, why does people want a literal megalomaniac, malignant narcissist sociopath? That's what the man is. With his thing that takes a secret document. They, they got him on recorder bragging about it. You, you know, Putin must be in hog heaven. You know, a whole nation, even the children of these maggots, are at risk of a preeminent nuclear strike because of the, the 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 wanton negligence of this person. That that his 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 followers. What what kind of person cares when this guy makes fun of handicapped people? 
that caused John McCain, a man that could have got out of uh, prison camp, but let his fellow guys go first, was his arms rotated for seven years, calls him a coward when he drafted. This is, you know, if you vote for Trump, anybody, and I'll tell you right now, no waste my, you are complicit with treason, with criminality, and, and, and you're complicit. That the most depraved, immoral human that ever walked the face of the earth, that great role model for America's children, go ahead and vote for him and see what happens in our future. You know, Ukraine, Marjorie Nutjob, we, America first. Yeah, let's don't spend $60 billion on Ukraine. Let, let Putin roll through Europe, and then we'll have 200,000 American soldiers dead and $10 trillion. All right, that's all I got to say. I know I'm wasting my time. No. But for you moron traders out there, go ahead Frank. And, and put my family in jeopardy. Frank, okay, hang on, man. I'm, I'm happy to talk to you another moment. Let me just, for ah, uh, he hung up. Damn it. That's fine. Well, Frank, if you're still listening, you know, the response I would love to offer you is, you know, stop calling people names. I don't love to use this platform to do that. Um, I, I think people are pretty clear on what my position is on Donald Trump. I don't love that we're calling his supporters maggots. I don't think that's nice. We're not going to do that here. I wanted to ask Frank the same question that he asked me. Why? Why are people, good people, compassionate people, God-fearing people, why will they support this guy when they see the same thing that the rest of us see? Where he attacks his political opponents as not just opponents, but as enemies. People that have to be destroyed, expunged. And I know you can say, oh, he's joking or he's exaggerating. That's not befitting of a president of the United States to talk about his political opponents like that. It's not befitting of the president of the United States to talk about people in the media like that. There's so much about his behavior that is not befitting of that office. And yet, there are so many tens of millions of people that see that and love it. And I don't think it's because they're bad people. I don't think it's because they're stupid people. But there is something about him and there's something about this movement that has some people behaving both in their personal lives and behaving electorally in a way that runs counter to their own humanity, that runs counter to their own interests. And the answer to why they are doing that has been eluding us for eight years. Is it economic anxiety? I don't think so. Is it fear of immigrants? Is it xenophobia? I don't think so. I think there's something bigger at play here, which is that Donald Trump has found a way to take Americans' fears and turn them into the main driving force as to how these people are going to behave electorally and how they're going to participate in our politics. It is a fear-based agenda. You better fight like hell. You're not going to have a country anymore. That's what he, every, everything is always so apocalyptic. If you don't vote for me, if you don't support my agenda, you're not going to have a country anymore. 
And people feel that in their bones, man. They really understand what he is saying to them in that moment. It is an existential threat to allow the New York Times to continue publishing stories about his legal entanglements. It is an existential threat to allow Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden to govern, even though they won. I really want Frank to ask himself critically, why is it that my neighbors and my family members do this? I'll reiterate again, I don't think it's because they're stupid people. I don't think it's because they're bad people. I think they are being targeted by a very well-funded, well-organized, cynical ideologue, ideological movement that offers up a scapegoat for every single problem in their lives. And that is a seductive message, man. Let's take a couple more calls, just like one or two more. Let's go to Walter on the North Shore. Hello, Walter. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? It's very simple. Why? First of all, uh, who else are you going to vote for, Biden? I mean, come on. He's ruined this country worse than Trump. Grant you, you know, Trump's been shot at from day one, even before that. And they had to steal .ca when he was running for office and all. And, you know, there's nobody else to vote for. I mean, I re- personally, I like Nikki Haley. But that, I tell you that's, what, that, Walter, you just hit the nail on the head, man. There are other people to vote for. If you don't like either candidate, you can stay home. You can vote third party. You can write somebody in. You do not have you to never support stay Trump. Home. That's the worst thing to do is to stay home. I don't know, man. I think people that no. do not have the political education to tell the difference between Trump and Biden and understand why one is preferable to the other, you should stay home. Please, by God, I mean, both, raise a family, start a business, go to church, but you stay away from the ballot box, my God, because you're hurting yourself. No, well, you vote for somebody. Well, nobody's up there that everybody really wants. So you vote for somebody who's close to your ideals. So the next time people run for an election, they say, well, look at all the votes this guy's got because he was believing in this. Why don't we start moving closer? And hopefully over time, not tomorrow, but maybe 20, 30 years, we get to some point to where we have a decent candidate. Mm-hmm. I mean, show me an honest guy that's in politics. I wish I could, Walter. I don't I don't think I don't I honestly I don't think the political system that we have in America rewards honesty and it's designed that way. It's not an accident. I agree. No. And that that captures everybody. I got to move on because I want to get a couple more here, Walter. Thank you so much for calling in. Let's go to Robert. Robert, you're on the air, sir. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, man? Okay. Um, you know, I hear all this stuff about Trump. And what he did to the country, what did he do to the country that was so bad? I mean, the first thing that happened to him was Russian collusion, something that was made up by the Democrats. No, man. Paid for by that. Wait a minute. Yes, it was. Because you don't want to tell the truth. Donald Trump did not do nothing in this country. Look at our border. Look what's going on in this country. 
Joe Biden gets caught with classified documents and nothing happens. Sitting outside by his automobile and they go raid Donald Trump's house. Robert, like it's a, like he's a criminal. We, we got to do this one step at a time, Robert. Joe Biden voluntarily gave his documents back. He did not keep them. Let me let me finish, Robert. Robert, let me finish. He was not the president when he took them documents. He didn't have the right to take them documents. Y'all don't ever tell the truth. Let me tell you the truth about something. Robert, thank you. Leave everything out. Wow. Let's dump that, please. Reading now from the uh, Trump Department of Justice Mueller report. Uh, let's see. The Mueller investigation revealed that Russia interfered in the 2016 election in a sweeping and systemic fashion. Russia did through through a social media campaign that favored Donald Trump and disparaged Hillary Clinton. Mueller found that a Russian intelligence service hacked computers associated with the Clinton campaign and then released the stolen documents publicly. Both Mueller and congressional investigations Again, both Mueller and congressional investigations found that Trump's campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was secretly meeting with Russian intelligence, Konstantin Kalimnik. Manafort gave Kalimnik Trump campaign internal polling data. Manafort provided that information to Russian intelligence. At the same time, Russian intelligence was engaged in a social media campaign to hurt Hillary Clinton and help Donald Trump. Again, Donald Trump's campaign chairman was giving Russian intelligence internal campaign polling data at the same time Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign. It is illegal to conspire to get incriminating opposition research from a hostile government that is of financial value to a campaign. That violates campaign finance laws. The Durham report found nothing to dispute any of that. I do not have the time or the crayons to explain the Mueller report to everybody in the next 34 minutes. We're going to have to save that for another day. I would like to talk about energy. So we're going to step away here. And when we come back, we're going to have Public Service Commissioner Devontae Lewis is going to be on the air with us to talk about preparations for this deep winter freeze and we'll get a look at traffic first with Courtney VIP and we'll come back with more of your comments on the Okinawa Jewelers Talking text line. Goodness gracious. Got kind of swept up there, didn't I? Ian Hoken for Scoot. Glad to be with you here today. Stay warm, folks. We'll be right back on WWLAMFM.com and always live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 332 here on WWL Radio. Joining on the line right now is Public Service Commissioner Devontae Lewis. I believe this is the third time we've spoken in this context. Sir, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing well. Hope you are staying up warm in this wintry weather. Yeah, I've been staying pretty warm. I'm lucky to sleep upstairs, uh, so it's uh, you know it stays naturally warm up there. Of course, as soon as you go downstairs, you're like, oh, I better go back upstairs and get my slippers on. Um, Devonte, I wanted to reach out to you today because I saw this text this morning from Entergy. They gave me a little service text that says they're going to stop doing disconnections from January 16th to 18th. And I, I didn't quite have the context to know immediately if this is a thing they always do in a situation like this, or is this possibly related to the push that you made last summer to uh, stop them from disconnecting people's electricity during extreme weather events? What is what is this text? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it may be a little bit of both. I don't want to clearly take credit for something I hadn't talked to them about. But we do at the commission have a rule um, that requires – uh, no disconnection if there is a certain weather forecast by the National Weather Service. And that was in place uh, for last night, and I believe that would also be in place for today. Um, however, um, I have been a staunch advocate that disconnection should not exist, especially um, after extreme weather. And so I believe that um, Intergy is also listening to this, please, to, to limit it and wait for the weather to get as best that it possibly can. Uh, before uh, they do this connection. So I think it is a little bit of everything, but I'm glad they're doing it and putting the people of Louisiana first. Great. Uh, also, they sent a message just a little bit later that said, oh, you may have your gas service be interrupted. I'm not real uh, educated on uh, like how natural gas lines work. I've, I've never installed one or fixed one or lived in a home that had gas, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, why is gas going to be interrupted? Well, gas can be interrupted for multiple reasons. One, because of the pipes. So when you think about the big winter storm in Texas a few years ago, uh, one of the driving factors uh, was that most of the generation, so the way we produce electricity in Texas, were through natural gas. Uh, and while they were able to get power from one spot to the other, the pipes that would transport that gas froze. Um, and so that can cause uh, significant problems, especially with gas services, is the delivery of the pipes. That's one issue. Um, the second issue also is partly what happens is uh, because there's so much demand right now, because the entire country is cold, um, the price of natural gas is going up to produce power per kilowatt hour, which would then also put strains on being able to get uh, excess power mm -hmm. if you need it. Um, so there's multiple factors that could be in play, but I think it's a precautionary um, instruction, and that's what we're telling people uh, to eat some of the safety advices to protect themselves and also to conserve some power while we work through this. This is uh, why it's so important for us to diversify our portfolio so we're not 100% utilizing natural gas because, as we know, it is not disposable to, to weather. It, it affects it. I saw uh, something on Twitter this morning about price separation 
in Miso, M-I-S-O, and it's accompanied by a map of the Mississippi River uh, Valley all the way up to Winnipeg, as a matter of fact, showing some figures here, something about the Minneapolis hub at 4397 and the Louisiana hub at 14386. I know for people listening, that's not really helpful for me to describe what I'm looking at in this way. But Devonte, I don't have a damn clue what any of this means, man. What is MISO? What is M-I-S-O? So MISO is MISO. what we call a, a regional trade transmission organization. So it's the it is a system that connects multiple states through transmission projects and transmission lines. So for instance, if there is, if there, we have excess power here in Louisiana, but because it's extremely cold in Minnesota, that we can send all that power up. Uh, that is what it is. Why our price is spiking right now is because of what we were just talking about. Uh, we do not have a significant amount of diversification in our generation, uh-huh. um, which means mostly how we are powering our homes right now is through natural gas. And so uh, that can cause uh, the prices to skyrocket because we are not having kind of consumer choice, market choice, right? One of the issues are uh, the industrial customers. So when you think about all of the major plants, uh, they are not producing, for the most part, generation on their own or being able to even um, have retail choice, which some would say, or they can purchase power from other players or, or, or sell power to themselves, for example. So if you have one plant that's self-generating power and another plant that relies on energy and the self-generation plant has excess power, they can't even send that excess power to their own plant at right now. Wow. And so that spikes that price because now we are all buying. Um, and so it, it's simple economics, supply and demand. The, the demand is high, which is raising the price. And while you look up north, they have so much options, it's lowering the price. Um, so that's a part of why you're seeing that divergence. I see. Okay, great. Um, what else is your office working on right now, Mr. Lewis? Yeah, so my office is working on a host of issues. Um, well, one thing you're significantly looking at, um, especially in this moment, is how do we ensure the grid is more reliable and re- resilient? So at the commission, uh, we are set to put on a rule that would require certain uh, procedures and, and policies about ensuring the system is resilient um, and looking at what that means. Uh, we are also looking at grid and hardening and maintenance, pole viability. Um, so these were rules that you will see the commission vote on. Uh, but one of the most important rules that we're going to vote on in two weeks on January 24th is an energy efficient rule. Uh, when you think about uh, the cost of your utility bills, nine times out of 10, there are things that we can do to reduce your usage. Um, and so what we are doing at the commission is we are proposing a rule. Instead of having the utility company run these programs that are supposed to help you reduce your energy bill, uh, we are saying the commission will run this program so any person in Louisiana can apply, get their windows improved, get their HVAC improved, get their lights improved. Uh, to lower their bills and lower their usage. And so we're going to be working significantly hard to ensure uh, we get this energy efficiency rule over the finish line I'm at our January 24th meeting. Neat. Okay, great. Hey, look, um, I also, I hope it's all right if I ask you a little bit about redistricting. I was doing some research this morning where I saw you quoted in here a little bit. Is that all right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, great. I was in the Louisiana Illuminator, I think it was. It says, uh, Devante Lewis has mentioned preferences for certain maps, but expressed openness to the Womack plan under certain conditions. What's your whole outlook on this, Devante? What, what do you make of this redistricting effort? What, do we, what would you like to see happen, and how does it affect your work, if at all? 
Absolutely. Well, this is separate from the commission work. So in full disclosure, I am one of the nine individual plaintiffs that has sued the state of Louisiana uh-huh. saying that the congressional maps that were passed um, in 2021 are unconstitutional and violate the Voting Rights Act. So that is why I, I am involved. It's not directly tied to the commission. I actually was involved in this case prior uh, to my election um, as commissioner. Um, but I support the map that plaintiffs have all agreed to that we believe would satisfy uh, our complaint with the Voting Rights Act and pass constitutional muster, which is Senate Bill 4 that's offered by Senator Ed Price of Ascension Parish and Senator Royce the Plessis of New Orleans um, as our remedy map. As you've seen, the governor has released his own map uh, by Senator Womack. Uh-huh. We have not had a chance to fully vet uh, that map to say whether or not it would comply. But at this moment, I believe the, the clearest remedy uh, for Louisiana to end this lawsuit is to pass the map that uh, the courts have already evaluated and have the plaintiff's support. All right. Anything else you want to let our audience know before I let you go, man? Hey, it, 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 I would want to advise everyone this is the perfect time to start looking and thinking about um, all things uh, for your utility. Like I said, let's make sure we're going to keep pushing to keep uh, disconnections off. But also, um, if you are struggling um, with your bills, please reach out to one of your community action centers. They are they are dollars available. Uh, for assistance in heating and cooling, especially heating at this moment. So I don't want people to forget that LIHOOP exists. Um, And then also, if there's anything, please just reach out uh, to my office. All of our information is on the Public Service Commission website. Uh, And I'd be more than gladly to help out and ensure that everyone has affordable utilities. Excellent. My guest is Public Service Commissioner Devontae Lewis. Thanks again for your time, your work, and your way. We'll look forward to speaking again. Thank you. Take care. All right, man. Take care. We'll step away and take care of some business here. I'm going to come back and get a couple more calls. I see Elwin is here. I see Brad in Algiers is here. Stick around just a few more minutes, guys. I'll get to you as fast as I can. Also got room for more calls and texts uh, on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line. You know the digits. 260-1870, of course, in the 504 area code. Hunker down, folks. It's going to be another cold night, but we are going to give you all the information you need to keep your pipes, plants, people and pets safe and we'll have more coming up for you at four o'clock with the news before we hand off to sports talk i'm ian hoken for scoot i'll be right back incubus a hard freeze warning is in effect from 6 p.m tonight until 10 a.m on wednesday morning for the region boothville homa new orleans covington gulfport poplarville baton rouge you get a hard freeze warning you get a hard freeze warning you get a hard freeze warning everybody gets a hard freeze warning let's talk to brad in algiers on line one good afternoon mr brad what's on your mind hey thank you ian and thank you for reading that text regarding the gas service thing that really you know, I've been a customer of Entity and its uh, past subsidiary, uh, Nopsy, for 45 years. <laughs> and I had never once, apart from Hurricane Katrina, uh, ever received a, a notice that our gas service was going to be cut off. So uh, Devontae Lewis really, uh, I think, you know, answered some of the questions. And uh, by the way, I... I do want to mention that I think he is an upstanding uh, representative, and uh, I don't think he is corrupt. Uh, maybe he's new, uh, but he yeah, he's is pretty new. Uh, real, really upstanding, and uh, gives faith in uh, consumer advocacy. So, but 
you know, entity needs to get on the news and broadcast uh, why those texts went out because the anxiety that that produces, uh, and as you said yourself, I mean, your house is uh, furnaces gas, mine too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, I've done everything I could. Uh-huh. I've prepped around, I've got insulated and everything, but if they're going to shut off gas service, Wow, they need to explain that on the news and and explain why that happens. Yeah, well, I expect we'll be hearing more about that tonight. We are going to be, again, just like I just said, we're going to be in a hard freeze warning uh, for about another, ooh, I don't know, 20 hours or something like that. I don't know. I'm not real good with yeah. the maths. But, um, yeah, I mean, God forbid if, if people's uh, gas lines are, are rupturing tonight. And I got a bunch of people on the text line who are, probably smarter than i am about this sort of thing and saying well you know natural gas does well, have moisture in it so it can freeze it can expand if it's in its liquid state you know obviously that can expand a little bit and burst your pipes if we see a lot of that and they begin shutting off gas service they'll they'll have to come out with a big press release and explain what they're doing what's happening well ian you're doing a super job i mean i miss scoop but you know ian you're doing <laughs> awesome and Thank you. Keep, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brad. Nice speaking with you, man. Um, let's go to Elwin downtown. What's up, Elwin? Hey, hey how about this? What? I'm going to start off like this. Okay. How about them cowboys? <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> <laughs> how about them cowboys? Did you watch all six fans? games, man? Did you watch Did you watch yeah, the whole flight? Yeah. 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 Yeah, man, so uh, in here for all of them. who 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 are we rooting for? This is a thing we wanted to do on the show today. I guess we'll we'll pick it up later this week when Scoot comes back. But we gotta adopt a team, you know. If look, if the Saints I, I aren't like if the Saints aren't in the in the running, we gotta find somebody to root for. Look, I like them 49ers. Oh yeah, yeah, I like them 49ers, man. Them 49ers is. I'll tell you why I like them 49ers. Tell Two. me, Ricky Jackson got a Super Bowl ring. And I like Joe Montana. He was a good quarterback. <laughs> you have a pretty deep knowledge of football, don't you, Elwin? I mean, many of you listening don't know this, but Elwin and I talk off the air all the time, and he's always asking me about all these kind of vintage NFL players' names and who's who's still alive and who's still in the game and doing all that sort of stuff. You must be, I, I would venture to say, a nerd. I don't want to hurt your feelings, Mr. Elwin, but you, you seem to know a lot about this stuff. Look, I was raised up in football. My dad used to work at Tulane Stadium. And I've been with football since I was seven years old. Wow. So, and I'm what? I'm 62 now. Yeah. So, and let me say this about Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Sure. Donald Trump don't, don't deserve another presidency. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of the thing he did on the White House, one, that's treason. Number two. Wait, wait hey, which which which, which thing, Ellen? What, what are you talking about? The thing on the White House? What are you talking about? You, you, mean, you know the, the you mean the, the Capitol? The, um, yeah, the Capitol. Oh, okay, right. yeah, January sixth. Okay. okay. I'll say it this way. All right. He doesn't deserve another chance at the White House, uh, and I'll say it like this: Donald Trump. Deserve to be right where he's at now, outside the White House. I'll vote for Nikki Haley if it's between him and Nikki Haley. I'll mm-hmm. vote for Nikki Haley. Sure, yeah. And that's I and think that, a lot of people feel that, that way. 
And, and you know, he's, he's look, look at all the stuff he's done, done, man. I mean, you know, I mean, who would want a president like that? I mean, I, I've gotten into it with some of my Republican friends about it, but I've told them this. Donald Trump ain't, ain't deserve nobody vote because it's not worth voting for. Yeah, Elman, I, I talk to people all the time, and I've got a bunch of texts in here today about, well, you know, I think the economy was so much better, and I feel like the border was so much secure, and I just, I love the American first, America First MAGA agenda, and uh, that's okay. We're all here to do what we're all here to do. If you loved Donald Trump's economic policies or his border policies or his immigration policies or his foreign policies, that's great. But I, I think Elwin put it best, you don't deserve to go back if you lost a free and fair and secure election and then threw the kitchen sink at trying to steal a second term and interrupt the peaceful transfer of power for the first time in all of American history. Like that's, that's to me, that's unforgivable. Some things to me are bigger than the economy are bigger than the border are bigger than our foreign policy, such as an uninterrupted streak of peacefully handing off power from one presidency to the next. After you lose, he could have lost in 2020 and said, all right, you know what? I guess I just lost that one, uh, but I'm going to come back in 2024, bigger and better and stronger. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. But instead, he tried everything he could do to cheat his way back. And I think that that is disqualifying. An interesting thing about Nikki Haley supporters reading now from thehill.com, just under half of likely Iowa Republican caucus goers who are supporting Nikki Haley indicated that they would rather vote for Biden than Trump in the general again. Half of Nikki Haley's supporters, Republican supporters in Iowa, say that if Trump is the Republican nominee, they'll be voting for Biden. Wow, that's kind of nutty. The things you learn in these polls. We'll step away here and we'll come back and say goodbye before I hand it off to the news with Chris Miller. I expect Scoot will be back tomorrow. I'll call him after we get off the air and see precisely how he's feeling. I know he misses you, and I know he loves uh, hating. Uh, <laughs> he hates being away, but uh, I expect he'll be back, and we'll have lots more to talk about as the week proceeds. I mean, Hoken for Scoot. Here's the traffic. I'll be right back. All righty. Hey, I want to thank everybody for being a part of the show today. Remember, WWL is Louisiana's official emergency management radio station. We're going to have a hard freeze again tonight. I need you to stay tuned right here. Listen in for the latest on the Arctic freeze, road closures and openings, and tips on managing your way through the freezing weather on WWL, AM, FM, WWL.com, and the free Odyssey app. I want to thank Coleman. I want to thank Jordan. I want to thank Diane. I want to thank Scoot. And I want to thank each and every one of you listening today. I'll be back on the air tomorrow, probably on the other side of the glass. Stay warm. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 